1: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: The following is a paid program. The views or claims made are not necessarily those of WILK staff, management, or sponsors. It's time for Laurie and Lynn, local talk to start your weekend right. And now, Laurie and Lynn on WYLK.
3: Good morning. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing fine. I just can't get over how wonderful these days are. Um, well, today, it's is-
4: it- Lynn. There's not I'm out on my deck as we're taping this, and of course, we tape yeah. in the afternoon. On Thursday, there's not a cloud in the sky. It is blue. I know. It is, at, today was magnificent.
3: Yep. Really. It was. Uh, it, it's, and it's beautiful. It probably won't be like that all weekend, but this is wonderful. I'm so happy. This is typical September weather. Yay. Yeah. Very so happy. I have
4: to tell you that I was talking to two people, and they were singing your praises. Oh, who would that be? Well, we had a little function the other evening for maternal and family health services. And mm-hmm. so the board was, was there, and um, one was Suzanne Fletcher, who's on the board of Maternal and Family Health, and she said yeah. she listens to us quite often. That Saturday morning, she gets in her car, and she <laughs> listens to us. So she said, I just want to let you know. I said, well, I'm going to give you a big shout-out. She goes, oh, you're going to have to do that. Okay. I said, yep. And then I said, I was trying to remember how I really got to know her. She said, "Lori, I mm-hmm. think it was when we did the show, the first time I did the show um, years ago Mm -hmm. so and of course she's now retired and she said she's loving it and um she's just a doll an absolute lover 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 and so she was talking you know we were talking about you and then one of your other buddies whom is a scream she is just i just (laughs) love her katherine schaefer oh (laughs) yes she's wonderful she really is
3: good She
4: is um, so filled with spirit and spunk and she's so cool, you know. She's just got that Mm -hmm. cool vibe about her, you know, and um, I just love her. So she was there and she was talking about um, you and, um, you know, your involvement with her in Circle 200. And Mm -hmm. um, we were just in general talking and we were um, um, one of um, my... um, Molly Lucasavage, who was with who works for Maternal and Family Health, and she, we were talking talking about the radio show, and she was telling Molly, and she said, "Do you?" I said, "Do you? Did you ever meet Lynn?" And she said, "No." And 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 Catherine said, "Oh, and she's just wonderful at what she does." And so it was like the praise Lynn Evans afternoon (laughs) there, so the Lynn Evans
3: fan club. That's there. You go. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, I also to throw about gals. Yeah, Suzanne Fletcher had a birthday last week, and, and there so, you go. Uh, let's just do a belated happy birthday. So I hope uh-huh. she had a good time. Uh, I need to check in with her because I can't wait to hear about her daughters and how they're doing and where they're going. Um, she's uh, uh, she's one of my favorite people. <laughs> she really she is. is like So is a I'm delight. glad that she heard us. Yay. And the yep. same with, yes. Catherine. Yeah. Catherine is, like you said, yes, she is a fireball. She's a dynamo. Yes, she really she is. is. She's, she's so good at what she does and how she does yep. it.
4: And mm-hmm. she's been doing it a long time. And I said to her, you know, just you got to keep going with this. Nope. This is my swan song. This is my swan song. I said, you can't do that. You're too good. And she said, no, that's it and she, and Molly we were saying it Molly said I guess you know you know when you know and she said you do yes. and so exactly um, but you know when we say this all the time people who say they're not going to do what they've done for all these years cuz they're like okay I'm done I I'm you know I'm I'm taking my you know the turn over here to with my life and getting away from that so maybe she'll do it for a while and realize yeah maybe I should do it part-time or do it differently or go back and you know because to have that and i'm just what i know of Catherine is when you have such a skill set like she does to to just not do it and what what you can still offer the world um is is just amazing and she's got a lot
3: to do Mm -hmm. a
4: lot to offer but we all have to do what we have to do so give it a shot Catherine and then see if you <laughs>
3: decide otherwise. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we'll see what happens. But she's so good. so Well, that's good. I'm glad yeah, to hear that good. those people are, that you
4: said they're on the board? Not Catherine. Um, uh, Suzanne is. Suzanne
3: Fletcher is oh, on the board, yes. Okay.
4: Catherine was doing some strategic plan work. So. Um, mm-hmm. And it was, um, it was so nice. We were at POSH and uh, it was so nice to see Josh and to be in there and uh we you know it was just just a nice it was the the downpour day tuesday it was uh, oh yeah you know that but it was, was so wicked. nice to be yeah so mhm anyway well, that's happy it. september i know yeah big month so we last night went up to hillside park and Listened to um, Aaron Malloy and friends sing oh, and music, good. and it was so nice. That that place is just so like there's multifaceted. There were so many. There was above. There was some type of a game, and you could hear the cheerleaders. And there was practice kids down below, and people were across the pond area sitting on their chairs, and and the pavilion and all of the the. the Slopes like the hilly area. Everybody was just sitting there listening. It was packed at that place. The whole pool park, from whatever the kids were doing to the all the multi generational uh, uh, listeners of music. I mean, you saw babies, little tiny, couple week old babies, to you know ninety year old ladies. Um, It was was Aaron. um, singing with uh Doug yeah, uh, well, and company yeah Doug Doug was on bass and Jimmy Waltage was on the keyboard and Tommy Hamilton mm-hmm. was playing um uh sax and uh Tyler Dempsey was um on the drums and I don't know who mm-hmm. was um if there was anybody else I, I don't know they're the ones that I could see from and I was talking to them a couple of them so um, it was very nice. Um, when you sit here and you look at, and you just sit back as an observer, as I was being there, as, as I was doing yesterday, um, the, what the county offers, because that's from the county arts grants that they, they these music, musicians get to put on these concerts throughout the summer. And, you know, it was from probably from 6 o'clock till 8 And then I don't know which organization has, they have, like, a stand set up in the parking lot. And you can buy grilled hot dogs and water and soda and just a couple little snacky things, which is really nice. And people were taking advantage of that. And um, that park is just so beautifully laid out. And just uh, But when you sit back and you look at um, two hours of nice, that people were dancing, Lynn. All ages were up dancing. There was ballroom people were doing ballroom dances like it was it was just so nice to see it was a beautiful evening and just to Mm -hmm. see everybody of like I said multi-generational out enjoying and dogs and it just you know people walking their dogs and participating with it was just such a nice and I say, Steve, it's the same thing when you go to Fellows Park or when you go to Nayog and you have all of these people and everything else is going around and yet you have this, you know, at Nayog they built this little, um, like a little um, stage area now for the musicians to perform. And um, it, it, it's your your county tax is at work because that arts tax is the best thing that could have happened to our, our area, the only county in the state that offers that arts, arts tax and, and what it does for the artists to be able to help perform and to do what they do uh, in our region and for people to be able to enjoy it. It's, it's remarkable. So hats off to the commissioners and all of them who, who, who began all, you know, this a long time ago. Uh, you know, it was during Munchak and Kadaro that it actually came to fruition. Um, it's been going on a long time. And every arts organization um, is delighted that there's uh, money allotted to them to do what they do best. And then the county is richer for it. So, um, it's a a great thing. And it was so nice to see that going on um, on a beautiful night. That's good. And to be outside. Just to be outside and enjoy it. So, yeah. yeah, uh, That was good. And last week we took a ride to um uh, to a gluten free bakery that I've been wanting to get to down right out it's in Percoy right outside of Quaker town, and Meyer and I took a ride and Lynn we drove back um six eleven that took you on the scenic route through the uh-huh. like, uh, around the Delaware River. It was absolutely beautiful, but man, I got to tell you that water is. So depleted. You, the Delaware is a nice sized river, and if you could have seen yeah. spots where you could literally just walk right out into the river, and, and it was all pebbles and sand oh or whatever God. dirt, and just it was it was unbelievable to see it. Not everywhere, but um, lots of time where you just you know we went through Easton, and you just it was uh, it's amazing. So. um mm but it was a nice ride it was really pretty it's beautiful that route is just it's just a great day for a, a nice little day trip i'm a day tripper so um, that was it okay day tripper yeah day tripper that's good. Uh, so here we go. yeah uh, but <laughs> you know you know i am mm-hmm. i know but, i left um, you right there yes you did but mm-hmm. that's my fault yeah that was that was what's going on with me. How about anything else with you?
3: No, I'm just trying to think of what did I do last week because I um, well, i I did take uh, Friday the day and um, met my friend Joni Glover, as you call her. That's um, so bad. I, I met her at uh, our our classic meeting place since she's in the Lehigh Valley. Straight mm-hmm. down the turnpike, got off at the Lehigh Valley. Wait,
4: wait, bonefish.
3: No, 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 no. This oh, is the Trivet weird. Diner. The Trivet oh. Diner. Right, oh, very close that. to that interchange. And picked okay. her up there, and then we drove to Philadelphia. Oh, and right. um, we went, uh, I had a uh, an appointment for a test I had to have done in Paoli, right off the Valley Forge exit. And as we were driving there, Joan saw um, a Greek restaurant, and she said, "Oh, I love Greek cuisine." Uh, she said it's one of my favorite things. And I said, "Well, we got to go somewhere for lunch. So when we're done here, let's let's look at that." So that's where we ended up. And this restaurant uh, was owned by Greek people, Greek accents, and the food was just incredible—all fresh. Everything. Everything was made there that day. And Joan loves stuffed stuff grape leaves. So she yeah. has been on this quest of tasting them at different places to see whether they meet her standards. Oh, so this one most definitely did. And she ended up with a couple of the, all that stuff to take home. And I ordered an additional meal for Patrick so I brought it home, and he had his dinner, and I was stuffed because I had a, a chicken breast with some lemon stuff that was just so good. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that was an unexpected, uh, wonderful surprise at the end of the day, and then we just drove home and had no problem. What, what was, was the name of the, day? Of the day? Do you remember the name? Uh, no. I, I, it's not. I brought back the brochure. But mm-hmm. I don't have the name of it in front of me. Okay. All right. But well, was great. I love
4: Greek food, too. And there was a great restaurant. I don't even know if it's still there. But it was in South, it's in Philadelphia on South Street. It was called um, South Street Slovakia. And it was fabulous. I used to love to go to there. So I don't know if it's yeah. still around. But anyway, we are going to take a quick break. You're listening to the Laurie and Lynn show. And we'll be right back.
0: Hi, this is Nancy Kamen from W.I.L.K.'s Morning News. And I know Laurie Cadden. A lot of people know Laurie Cadden. And more importantly, Laurie Cadden knows a lot of people. Laurie Cadden Enterprises specializes in fundraising, public relations, and special events. Laurie Cadden can take your business or organization to the next level. This isn't something that you learn about in a book. Heck, it can't even be taught. Laurie Cadden lives it. She knows how to work a crowd open doors, and build and nurture relationships. With Laurie Cadden Enterprises, you get, ta-da, Laurie Cadden and her 20-plus years of experience. Call Laurie today at 357-8399, 357-8399, or email Laurie, laurie, L-A-U-R-I-E, at L a u r i e c a d d e n dot ncom Laurie Cadden Enterprises because it is who you know.
2: It's Saturday morning with Lori and Lynn. Now back to Lori and Lynn.
3: Hi, we're back. My name is Lynn Evans. I am the managing director and certified financial planner with a company called Women of Substance LLC. That's a financial planning firm devoted specifically to the needs of baby boomer women.
4: And I'm Laurie Cadden, the owner of Laurie Cadden Enterprises, which is a fundraising. PR and special event business,
3: and um, here we are. Here we are. I, I have a, a thought, and was um, kind of followed up. It's almost like this person was reading my mind, but wrote an article. Um, a guy named Joseph Coughlin, about um, he's an MIT guy, and I know that they have a very extensive commitment to something they call the Age Lab. And it's all about trying to figure out how we deal with the longevity issues in our country that nobody ever planned for. And he, he raised some very interesting points. Uh, up. I mean, there's just so much going on at that place, at that Age Lab, about how people age, what happens to our brains, Um, what we should do to keep ourselves mentally alert and how, for all intents and purposes, this is what we should refer to as the third age in a normal lifetime. So the first age is assumed to be when you're growing up and become an adult. second phase or age is when you're earning an income and building wealth creating a family, buying a house, doing all those things. And then this third age, which has loosely been defined by most of us as retirement. But I don't know if you've been listening to what's been going on in the news with Serena Williams, but she's been literally knocking the, what do they call some the cover off the ball. Yeah. Um, Yeah, she's in her early 40s and has been, or is she in her 50s now? I forget. Um, She is what everybody is. She's 41. Everybody assumes that by now she will, quote, unquote, retire. And she had a very refreshing take on that term when she spoke at a press conference following her first win, she also won again last night and wasn't expected to, but I, I don't know what else she's where she is in the rankings, if she's still playing or whatever in the US Open. So I just wanted to read this article about it because I think it's a very refreshing approach to something we've talked about so many times on this show. And I just love to get your thoughts on it. So let me let me start with this. Uh, This article written by MIT's Jill Coughlin. He said, uh, tennis star Serena Williams recently announced her, quote, retirement, end quote, in the pages of Vogue magazine. Williams said she did not like the word retirement, saying it sounded like a dated idea to her. She preferred to say she was evolving. In her words... I have never liked the word retirement. It doesn't feel like a modern word to me. Maybe the best word to describe what I'm up to is evolution. I'm here to tell you that I'm evolving away from tennis toward other things that are important to me. End quote. The financial services industry and the business of advice should take note. Words in academic journals or market reports have far less influence on how people think about their lives than when an entire life stage is called out in the popular media by a respective social icon. Williams effectively fired a warning shot signaling to the financial services industry and specifically to the business of advice. Retirement is being retired. (laughs) And perhaps so is the value clients place in traditional financial and retirement planning advice. Just as many firms are printing, posting, and placing an endless array of content that looks a lot like our parents' retirement, many people are improvising what they want life to be for that one-third of life we refer to with the 19th century moniker, retirement. Work, whether full-time or part-time, is now a part of retirement. So is joining far younger generations in the on-demand economy, going back to school, starting a new business, or volunteering, and yes, maybe even pickleball. And then there are the complexities of managing health, providing care to a loved one, and assessing daily whether where you live now is where you can live tomorrow. Preparing for retirement is more than planning for financial security. It is about living well. Around 8,000 days of your adult life. I never looked at it that way, but that's yeah. I guess what the calculation is. So at the age of 41, Williams is suggesting that she is evolving from one part of her life to another to things more important to her. Yes, she's young and has a bankroll far greater than most. But she is echoing a sea change in client wants, needs, and ultimately expectations. Since the pandemic, every generation is rethinking and asking, what is important to me and to those I love? Just look at how the once unquestioned social construct between employee and employer is being rewritten today. But I think we talked last week about that whole concept, but and it's an ongoing Conversation. For example, financial compensation alone is not enough for many employees to sign on, let alone remain with a company. Pay and benefits might be a start, but now employees of every age are seeking flexibility in work hours and where they work. Moreover, a growing number of employees no longer believe the adage "The business is business is business. I've heard that rarely, but I... Yeah, we've never heard that, but okay. So workers are now now expect their firms to mirror their social values and to ensure that the business is about more than profits, but about social impact as well. Retirement planning and financial advice is not immune to such social shifts. Uh, a new model of advice is needed. Financial planning and security will always be necessary. But it may not be enough to deliver comprehensive client value, particularly to younger and middle-aged clients. Those nice, neat, segmented life stages that have informed products, advisory tools, and scripts are morphing. Clients are not following yesterday's life script. They are now looking for financial advice and someone to help them navigate a longer life full of uncertainty, and contextual and personal changes. Call the new model of advice longevity planning or just value-added advisory services, but whatever it may be called, if the only value provided by an advisor is financial planning and security, many clients will think there must be an app for that. But who could advise me on all the other things that are important to me across my life course? To borrow from Serena Williams, the client is evolving, and their needs and expectations are evolving. But is the business of advice? And I would say, in my own business, the answer is yes, because I, I noticed when I'm when I was reading this article that it is true that just about every single um, software program I've ever seen assumes that so-called retirement is at 65. Even though we know that people are living well into their 80s and 90s, they still Mm -hmm. assume that people are going to call it quits at 65. But as he said, they may be calling a phase quits, but they're not quitting. They're not doing what our parents did. You know, there's a whole other phase here that 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 must include the concerns about health and caring for others, but we don't usually put that into a financial plan. And I think that that's something that we need to discuss. So, yeah. what are your thoughts?
4: Mm, well, I like it. I um, <clears throat> I think we we all do things differently, and you know, retirement is a terrible old word mm-hmm. um you know because you know it is but it's just so it's you know it's a word in, in almost everyone's lexicon and here we are so but i do like that i do think it's sort of like madonna i always do love i still love her but she always reinvents herself and i think that yeah. that's even another better turn that term than an evolving is the con- is to reinvent and whether it's mm-hmm. constant or what three times uh, in a lifetime you are sort of reinventing your self into whatever phase that means you are and um, yeah. I you know I think it's important that if, if if the word connotates you know sitting in a rocker and not doing anything mm-hmm. then change it if it doesn't and it opens up another world for you then okay so use it like i'm not as hung up on the word as much as i'm I, I agree with what he's saying that the thought process and yes you've always talked about this you always look at things differently and we talked about so much of this um you know even in the last fifth last segment with with Catherine. You know, we, we just, mm-hmm. we we have to um, do whatever makes sense for us and and try to incorporate all that keeps us as relevant as we want to be once we don't feel the need to
3: possibly have to do it. Know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Just, yeah. you know. It's I uh, No, I do agree with you, and, and we talked about this before about, um, knowing when to say no to things, and you just like as you said, you just know when it's time. And I think that that's part of the the process of evolving, if you want to use that term, of recognizing that the things you did and just took for granted that that's that's what you do. Everybody's starting to reexamine those pieces of their lives. Where they say I've been doing this for 20 years, I've been volunteering at this organization for 30 years, but it becomes just something you don't examine. It just becomes how it is, and I think that's when she's referring to evolving. She also then said um, in in the interview she did after the first win at the U.S. Open that I'm I'm evolving. Uh, out of tennis as a competitive person but that's not to say I'm not going to be involved in the tennis world Mm -hmm. and that maybe there's another way to be of service in that world and that's that's what I think people are looking at I mean I I said you know that I have been examining whether or not I still want to continue to run a financial planning business as it's known to be and yet at the same time, I also think that given the population that I want to make a difference in, it might be more effective if I did something like created a course where I can reach thousands of women and get the message across than the one-to-one way that we've been doing it, which is how most financial planning firms work. You know, rarely do you find the financial planner who's out on a, a, a speaker's circuits and impacting the lives of people everywhere Uh, there's a couple whose names come to mind but for the most part everybody who's a financial advisor has a small lifestyle practice and that's as much as they can handle it's kind of like a cpa that's all you can do is only so many hours in a week and you you know when you have to say no more new clients Right. You no, know, so I I think it's it's looking at it from that perspective and saying, how can they make a difference in another way? And I think that's what she was saying as well. So that's good. I mean, I think people need to ask that question more about what we call retirement, rather than it being about, okay, I've got enough money now. What do I do? You got it. It's not a hard stop. Yeah. So we will take a break. Thanks for listening. You're listening to the Laurie Link Show. And we'll be right back with our guest expert, Leah Ginokopoulos from ERA One Real Estate. Don't go away.
5: and google play we record these lively conversations with women who've been there and have great advice to give others so they don't go down the same dark holes and we feature some experts who share some great ideas to be prepared before you have to face these transitions and we have a whole lot of fun Please don't let the fear of not knowing about personal finances stop you anymore. I am here to take the confusion and mystery out of money. Go to my website, lynnsevans.com, and see how we can set up a time to talk or browse around the many blogs and other free info on the site. Remember, money's not the enemy. Your ignorance of it is.
3: business banking at fidelity
7: we have a great relationship with fidelity they're like family with us they're right next door to my business if there's ever a problem just one phone call i don't even have to go to them they come to me it's great i love being in the business this was meant for me we're very busy i'm running every day and i love to stay busy so that's why i need a bank that's going to be there for me when i need them Back in 2006, we were having a problem with our lease in our other building. We were looking for a place to go. We stumbled upon this, this location. It's right in the heart of downtown, right in the, the middle of the city, and it happened to be right next to Fidelity Bank. They went out of their way for us to get this building. It was wonderful, and it's been a great relationship ever since. I have a business line of credit with Fidelity that gives me buying power. And my credit card machine runs through Fidelity, my checking account. Uh, My payroll taxes, they take care of it all for me. I bank with Fidelity, don't you?
3: Member FDIC.
2: Here's Lori and Lynn.
3: Hi, we're back. My name is Lynn Evans. I am managing director and certified financial planner with Women of Substance, LLC. That's a financial planning firm that's devoted specifically to the needs of baby boomer women. And I'm Laurie Cadden, the owner
4: of Laurie Cadden Enterprises, which is a fundraising PR and special event business. And joining us today is our guest expert from ERA One Source Realty, Realty Leah Genikopoulos. ERA has about 100 agents in 10 counties with about six or seven offices. And Leah, welcome once again.
3: Hi. How are Hi. you? Hi. Yay.
4: <laughs> okay. You're the
3: lady who's been getting all these awards all the stuff that you've been doing so um it's just like every week there's a new one that you get so why don't you tell us about some of these past awards and what it means to get them what do you have to do to be that standing so
8: that award actually i received on a quarterly basis so far this year both first and second came from era corporate so that was pretty cool they um take all of they do it um, in a way that it's, they divide it up. So, like, I was for the northeast region. Then there's, like, you know, the southern region, the east uh, eastbound region. But north, the northeast region is, like, New York, New Jersey, Connecticut. Um, I believe parts of, um, I'm trying to think. There was another state that's in it. but So, on that side, I did get to, I placed six, quarter two, and I placed, Seven quarter one in having the most transactions on a large national uh, level, which was pretty cool. So wow. that's just based off of, you know, and, and that's all coming from corporate. It's nothing, you know, nothing on our back end or anything. It's just, you know, obviously they see the listings and everything, so they get to come and take it into consideration, and it's based on a one through 10. So I was pretty, I was pretty uh, honored and, you know, happy to see that all of my hard work is paying off, which was really cool to too that the companies we were up there placing was because another agent in our office actually placed as well and she did really well too and then uh, uh, Sunita placed too in um, the brokerage category as um, a broker so I think that was really cool And, and to have that recognition from a national level is really neat so right now I'm ranked number six on a national level throughout all of the ERAs throughout Wow. the northeast region so hooray is, for you, you. that's yeah, terrific thank you thank you yeah. and as you thank said
4: you. Leah you what you said keywords hard work um it is not easy uh in this business number one to um to do all this it's it's constant attention it's constant change it's dealing with so many pieces at the same time. And, and the, the thing is, is it's not just one deal. Like, you, you know, you're, you're working with many other people at the same time, and they're all going through the same situation, whether they're in the midst of um, a, a contract or they're trying to be under contract or they're trying to find a home, whatever they're trying to do. It's not easy to keep all those balls in the air, so to speak, so, um, hard work is is exactly the right term. Uh it's it's just it's and dealing with multiple personalities and you know, I'm not saying people have multiple personalities, I'm talking about multiple people. You know, <laughs> I you're, know. you're dealing I know. with them. Yeah. I mean it's it's not easy. So that's a wonderful thing. And it's wonderful to be recognized not just by your own local organization, but that this is you know, that the corporate uh, ERA is doing that and recognize and then um, promoting that. So it, it's a wonderful thing, Lee. You should be very proud.
8: Thank you. I, but I really do. That. Thank you. I appreciate it. But I do, I do love what I do. So I think that's something definitely to be said. Like, I truly do love it. Like, I'll get clients and, you know, even exactly last night, you know, we're on... Geez, we've been looking since January. We've been outbid a bunch of times, and wow. we've done aggressive. And you know, now they're trying to plan a wedding, and their hopes were to be in a house by November, which I told them that's not out of the question. But you know, they wanted to focus 2023 on their wedding and 2022 on their home finding. And I get it; they're anxious, they're nervous. You know, 2022—it's crazy. We're already in September, like it's Labor Day weekend. Where did the time go? How is the mm-hmm. summer over? Mm-hmm. And I know people are probably cringing that I just said that, but. I mean, it it is, you know, obviously not on a calendar basis, but it is over to the point that kids are back to school and and, and you guys know what I mean. But with that being said, I mean, there's also, you know, there's just so much going on. So, and you know, I told her, too, I said, you know, let's let's. Take a deep breath, and she's like, "I know, but I feel bad. We're literally probably going on our thirtieth house." I said, "And if we were going on our seventieth house, it would still not be any different. That does not bother me. Who cares? It's fine. Like that, I don't mind. You know, I really do love what I do. So I think that's something to be said too. And you know, I think that means a lot when you really do like what you do. You're not, you're not doing work. I know that sounds cliche, but you know, you're not. Well, the thing is,
4: Leah it also makes the more inventory you see and go through, uh, the easier it is then for you to work with other people who you can say, hey, I just saw this property, maybe you'd be interested in it. So you become even a greater resource to the people you're working with by going and knowing all of these additional houses. So it really just is a learning uh, process for you as well. So that's, that's great. It's just another way to learn, you know, and to
3: learn about the properties that exist.
8: I I agree. It really is.
3: So, Leah, you, um, yeah, you mentioned uh, last w- about last week that you talked. Uh, I guess a lot of people know John is it basilica. Is that his name? Yes. Yes, and that um, and that you had a lot to say about uh, the commitment he has to this area because he sees things, uh, he's got a vision, let's call it that, uh, for what he sees happening in the Scranton area. And I'm going to say that it's, you know, he's. I don't know that he does a whole lot in Luzerne County, but I think he's committed to a lot of things going on here. And I, I just wonder, did he get any kind of feedback from the conversation We all had last week about um, his commitment to this area.
8: Well, he's always actually being, you know, questioned about why are you doing what you're doing? Like, you could be doing this anywhere out of Scranton. But he, he really does see a vision, like you guys said, for the city. And I think he truly believes in that Scranton is such a big focal point for northeastern Pennsylvania. And whether or not you live physically in the mailing address of Scranton, It still reflects the other areas that other people may be living in. So, you know, with, you know, so we don't live in Manhattan, but the people that live around Manhattan, all of their, those suburbs are great. So I think I'm not saying like it's going to be a level like that, but I I think, you know, if we're keeping up with our city and our areas around us, it's only going to do well. For the surrounding areas, you know, it's kind of like
5: when they Mm -hmm. say there's a
8: fat apple in the bunch, everything else rocks. You know, so when you keep up with something, it keeps everybody else around you motivated to want to kind of stay on top of everything. So he's always getting that kind of question. But I think, too, from a real estate standpoint, it's a fantastic investment time, too. I have, you know, a lot of people that not just want to invest, they want to move back to Northeastern Pennsylvania. I mean, we're still... It's yeah. growing, and, you know, it's still a great place to be. And, again, I know, you know, everyone was like, oh, Scranton this, Scranton that. No, I mean, Scranton is a great, great place to live. Our commuting to several of the major cities, our cost of living, and, you know, just take a look at the downtown area and how well it's been built up. But everything we have around us, too, like the ski resorts, the water parks, the um little boutiques we have downtown and everything else, you know, like, and we're so close to everything that I really think we're in such a great position that it's something that we should be proud of. And I do, I get a lot of people asking me, like, do you really still sell that many homes right now? Are people still wanting to come here? Yes, yeah, people still would rather commute and live here than pay those high-priced rents or those crazy, crazy, crazy property taxes in, you know, another area where you can have so much more here for your money. You know, like, that's always been the thing. You want to get what you can out of, like, your money. You work hard for your money. So I think that's always a major thing, too, as well.
3: Yeah, has anybody said anything or have you heard anything more about... uh uh, the follow-up on the passenger train that's supposed to be coming from New York to here. I mean, I haven't heard a lot more.
8: I do know that if you ask some of the senators for our area, they're saying all the funding's in line and everything's, you know, looking good. So good, good. So, I, you know, I'm I'm hoping. I have high hopes for it because I truly do think that it will just be a fantastic thing to add to our city. No matter, you know what we have going on I definitely think I I just would like it too for like my own
3: personal selfishness
8: to go into the park and not have to drive you know and be able Mm -hmm. to enjoy
3: yourself yep yeah that would be nice yes
4: it is it's um we and everyone's always said that as you just said we the location of where we are is just perfect and it's perfect for to get anywhere else if you want to go and still have the quality of life that we have Um, and you know with everything the ease of everything online and ordering things and everything you can get without having to Okay, well I can't get this because I'm not in the city. I can't. Yes, you can because now you can order almost everything. I mean, I just was on Instagram, I was on Instagram the other day and my favorite uh, pizza place in New York that is also has gluten free stuff. They're fabulous and it's um, one that we go to is in the financial district and I just saw on Instagram that they are now shipping their gluten free Mm. pizza frozen from New York City To wherever. Now it's expensive, but if you're gluten free, you have to do it. I mean, even things like that—bagels and everything else—I order out of the city. You just you order them. I mean, so it's Mm -hmm. not like you have to be right there to get what you want to get. And you can always scoot in for a night or a weekend or whatever else and get back. So, you know, this is really—we have beautiful homes, we have great neighborhoods. And um, it's a good place to be. So now that we just did a whole commercial for the Chamber of Commerce, I think we're good. <laughs> 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 That's good. But Leah, if anyone if anyone wanted to get with the award winner, how do they pick up the phone? How do they get in touch with you?
8: I, it is very easy. It's 570-947-9250. And also it is ERA1.com or you can catch us on social media or you can call the office at 570 587 Nine, nine, nine,
4: nine. Uh, Thank you so much. Have a wonderful uh, holiday, this nice, long uh, Labor Day weekend. Enjoy. Thank you so much for listening. We'll catch you next week. Be safe and please be nice. Bye-bye. Bye.
1: Bye. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on What's in Your Podcast queue. And guess what?